Jason Mackey coming up at 620 here on the Crowley Show. Penguins, Hurricanes tonight in what has really amounted to a pretty big January hockey game. As the Penguins are a point out of the playoffs, they're chasing the Hurricanes. They are a point up on Pittsburgh. If the Penguins win, they are in a playoffs, but albeit having a couple of games in hand. We'll get to hockey coming up to wrap up the show. First, though, I'm trying to get this media hockey game together at my uncle's place in Wexford. And I just sent out a text to a group. In the group, Tim Benz, Dan Kangursky, Brian Metzer, Vince Cominal, Josh Getzoff, Mike Pursuta, Matt Geica, Josh Yowie, and Jason Mackey. If there's anybody I'm missing, let me know, at underscore Adam Crowley. If you would like to participate, let me know. We can't obviously take a huge horde up to my uncle's house. That would be quite rude. But if a listener or two would like to partake, Braden, we're totally down. Enrique tweets at underscore Adam Crowley. How about you get Mark Caboli at goalie? Enrique, is that a fat joke? I think it was. I think it's a fat joke. Yeah. I don't respect that, Enrique. I'm going to text Caboli. Besides, I'm goalie. See if he's down. Uh, Communal, Geike, and Kingerski are all in thus far. Pursuta said, little busy this time of the year, but if I can, I will when. What's he got going on? I don't know. <laughs> RMU hockey, yeah. Penguin games, Steeler games, oh, yeah, traveling. Games. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. He says he'll play if I say we, we work find the a game date. around Pursuta's schedule because he's pretty much the guest of honor as far as I'm concerned. I'm going to text that room. back right now. Yeah. You talk for a moment while I text this back. How's that sound? Yeah, I th- yeah. man, if we've got four already, like, it looks like it could happen here. I mean, now we got to pick teams. We're going to have to establish team captains. We're going to have to establish some sort of, like, teaming scenario, you know, how we're going to do this. I mean, are this we playing for colors? Is this like the Crowley show and your picks versus... I don't know, Tim Benz and his picks or like I want Triv on my team. Yeah? See, then this is the whole thing because we got a whole draft to do if this happens. This has to be drafted. Oh, this is a whole thing. We can, this is a show for a week right here. Yeah. Uh, and a week after even. Yeah. So I mean, right now, everybody on the show, myself, Joe, you, Tom, we're all on the same side. Correct? Now, now here's what my uncle said. It's a 32 by 60. Okay. So, I think at I think we could do two on two or three on three, but we could change lines. We could do thirty-two on thirty-two. That's that's not how that works. <laughs> that's not, that's not how that works. Okay. Uh, I feel like we could do uh, we could do what two on two or three on three. I don't know three on three, but definitely two on two, and we could just switch in and out. Talking like tournament style, maybe double no, elimination. No, no, I want two. T- we're old, man. Like I know I've been working out. You've been working out. It's also gonna be freezing. I feel like two teams with legitimate line changes, so that when Pursuta gets tired, he gets to come off. When Mackey gets tired, even though he'll probably never get tired. You know Geica never gets tired. No, not once. They'll come off. That's the way it's going to be. It's going to be fun. It's going to be great. Nice. I don't know what's going to happen. But we're already three for three and maybe four for four. Benzie's a game time. Yeah, so just full disclosure, full transparency here on the Crowley Show, I suck at hockey. I'm not good. I'm awful. I'm really bad. I I will be an asset to no one on a rink. You will no one. laugh at me whenever no, I go back, out there. You back, we'll probably just be laughing. I'm better than you. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, I'll, yeah, go no, I'll, I'll, I'll say sure that. I'm probably are, better yeah. than you. But See, my problem is skating. I can't skate very well. That hurts. A big time. That really hurts your I, ability to play hockey. That requires you to yeah. skate. What yeah. might actually go for me is the size of the rink being not that huge. Mm-hmm. Speed was never my asset. My asset was not falling down. Ah, nice. I could handle myself well enough to not fall down. But I'm what they call a bender. I'm a classic bender, where my ankles, they come out, 
Oh, like kind of a pigeon toe? Yes, yeah. that's exactly what it is. And obviously that happens the more you get fatigued. Yeah. It should be fun, though. I'm in the goal, man. That's where I'm going to be. My uncle says two versus two is easy, three versus three is tight. Two versus two is fine by me. Two versus two is good. Give me a little space to operate out there. See, and here's my problem. Get them dangles going. My problem, I'm going opposite than you. Like, my problem is the short rank. Like, that just means i got to turn more. If you're goalie, you don't have to do anything. Well, I mean, sometimes I might want to come out. Somebody might require shoulder. I might have to Look, no one's, we're not trying to get anybody hurt here. I don't know if Mackie's going to give me any lip on the ice. Mackie's a pretty big guy. Yeah, I know. He's I like 6'8". But I can't let our team down. So, thus far, Joe, can you play? Do you know how to skate? Do you know how to be good at radio and say more than one word for an answer? Yes, I do. Okay, very good. Four one two nine two 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 eight seven four. If you're interested in the Crowley Show hockey tournament and you'd like to participate, well, we should find a way to make this happen. We should do shirts. We should make it a whole thing. I think we need you. I'm thinking this is an inaugural. Sweaters. This is an inaugural thing. Yeah, we need sweaters. I mean, we've got a play-by-play crew. Maybe. I mean, that's right there. That makes it a. Well, Benzie did say he would do play-by-play. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah, he's committed as far as I'm concerned. That's an on-air like. Acceptance of, of a job. I wonder if Tunch Jokin would play. Tunch grew up playing hockey in Chicago. If he does, we'd have to bring Wolf too. Of course, and he could do color, or we could have Wolf some, would be awesome. He could be side ice. Ice. He could be the side ice reporter. He'd be our enforcer. I don't think Tunch is going to do it because when the season ends, Tunch is like, I'm out. Yeah, yeah gone. Persona non grata. Yeah, he's out. Ski. You I'm looking seen, forward to this. Yeah, this should be fun. It's going to take. Uh, it's going to take a big. It's going to take some time in terms of promotions to figure out the plan here. Well, we got a limited amount of time because, as you know, now that we're talking to famous meteorologists and everything, we know that this cold won't last forever. It's not. So we got to get it going pretty quick here, man. We got the rig. That's the hard part, right? It's tough during it's the week, the time. though. It's just the time. That's I feel like the get. weekend is necessary. And next weekend, of course, the Steelers play. And I think this weekend the turnaround is too too quick. I think we'll, we'll, we'll yeah, figure it out off Three the weeks we should be able to pull this together. But three we'll weeks? Maybe four. Uh, I only have the 10-day forecast. It's all it'll give me. <laughs> all I got is 10 days. And I know 10 days from now it's going to be 45 degrees. So that's not conducive to outdoor hockey. Wednesday and Thursday next week, we got 40 and 45. Prior to that, we're good. After that, until the following Wednesday, we're good. We'll find a time. We've done entirely too much weather on the show today. Have we? Yeah. That used to be a staple of the show. Yeah, not anymore. Not anymore. Not okay. Not Crowley's show. 412-922-2874 is the number. Tweet me at underscore Adam Crowley. You see what's going on with Bill Belichick, Brian? Belichick, he's got his dudes coming out to practice. He says if you're late, you're not going to play. That's, first of all, trash. If Brady's late because his car skids out, he's playing. Any of these people... Their car skids out. They're playing. Anybody doesn't make it there on time. They're playing. I think that's bogus. I think the fact that he's been given so much credit by the national media for this is also bogus and also hysterical. It's just so over-the-top rubbing of the hind parts of one Bill Belichick. He's doing what every other coach would do. We're tough. We're going to practice in the snow. And yet, all of a sudden, he's been made out to be this god very frustrating to me. You, you so, know, man. I mean, they at this point in the Belichick saga, they're looking 
for things to add to him as opposed for waiting for him to do awesome things. And this is a great example of it because, like, oh, my God, he put his right shoe on first. That is the mark of a true champion. Look at what he did there. His right shoe went on first, Adam. I mean, how amazing is that? You know, and that's what they do. Every little thing he does now, they blow into the biggest thing ever, and it's one of the keys or the many keys to his success. Look, Going back to the old Eddie Murphy bit, you're not supposed to get credit for things you're supposed to do. As a coach, you're supposed to work your guys hard. You're supposed to make them a little bit uncomfortable. You're supposed to put them in the snow. You know why? Because football's a winter freaking game. That's why. Here's some actual breaking news. Some le- legit breaking news. Was Bill Belichick made them run a lap? Yeah, Bill Belichick, the coach, he's making them do Oklahoma drills. How about that? No way. A football coach, Oklahoma drills? According to WPXI's Lisa Sylvester, who talked to Ryan Shazier's father, Ryan Shazier's father is saying that Ryan has sensation in his legs and he feels like he's going to play football again. Oh, wow. Wow. Though he didn't want to go into many details, he said we agreed to keep his progress private until he's ready to share where he's at. Well, that's that's good news. It's man. at least good news. Yeah. If his father believes he'll play again, then that means he'll he should definitely be able to walk again. Right? He's yeah. making progress daily, according to Mr. Shazier. He's a long way from where he was, but he is much better. That's great. Yeah, man. I mean, as opposed to what what could have possibly happened. You know, if if that is the way it's going, man, that's awesome. I've never seen anything that scary on the football field. No, man, we were right there watching it together when it happened, and yeah, it uh, still gives me chills. Dude, you and I were—I mean, I couldn't watch the game really after that. Yeah, we it, messed it, up the rest of the day, and we're trying to put on a network there, but the vibe everywhere in that building was just, uh, you know. But that really is really, really good news. Good news. Don't have a take to add to it. No, I mean, what take other than? That's awesome. Hopefully it just continues to get better and better and better and better. You know, It's an awful day in Steelers history, honestly. And it's good to see a little bit of good stuff come out of it. But Bill Belichick's a jackass. Yeah, that guy sucks. Just because you won five championships doesn't mean that everything you do is correct. No. Who's the greatest president of all time, in your opinion? Oh, man. I, um, tough tough maybe, question. Maybe, I don't know. I, I go FDR, maybe. Okay. FDR, great. But not everything he did was perfect. No, but he beat the Nazis and he beat, you know, he, he won the war. So some people are still stuff. skeptical of the New Deal. Hey, man, yeah. look, I'm just Social all, Security might not be the greatest thing. Look, I'm not speaking German, so I'm giving him like big thumbs up for that. You know, point being, you could be very good at something, right? But it doesn't mean that everything you do is going to be perfect. No, it's not, man. I'm sure Vin Scully called a bad baseball game. I'm sure that Mike Pursuit has done a bad DV morning show. At no, some that point. that you know what that's, that is not that's crossing the line. Man, that's it's definitely ridiculous. not happening. That's just crazy. No, no talk. chance. Yeah. Enrique tweets that's not a fat joke about Caboli, but he just joined you on the best hour of the week. Uh huh. It's veiled, but I know what you're doing, Enrique. And we don't appreciate it. I miss Caboli though. I haven't seen him in a while. Yeah. Do I have Slack tomorrow? Yeah, you should. We don't know anything on this show. No, you do. You got Slack tomorrow. But Slack may there may be something that comes up with Slack. You know, I don't know if he's a guy like a big day at Bed Bath and Beyond or Home Depot or something. Could be. You know, that gets in the way of coming. So I don't know. We'll find out though. 
Up next, Jason Mackey always has enough time for us. Big game tonight, Penguins and Hurricanes. You're listening to The Crowley Show. Big game tonight between the Penguins and the Carolina Hurricanes. Penguins are down a point in the standings to Carolina. Joining me now to discuss is Mac to the future, the Mac attack, Jason Mackey from the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. What's up, Mac Daddy? Not too much, pal. How are you? I'm okay. Thank you very much for putting up with the whole waxing last Friday. I thought you handled it well. And, in fact, I think that was probably our best segment of the day. That's good. It must have been a low bar. I uh, <laughs> I thought we've had better, pal. But uh, I, really? I, can't say, I can't say I've ever read in the radio manual, you know, how to deal with the host who's getting his chest waxed. You know I, what, I, man? I, it, you, the great thing about it was you didn't even act as if it was happening. That was the whole point, and you killed it. I didn't know what to do. You just I, kept. I couldn't you, act like it was happening. I didn't know what to act like. Did you think that the questions were lacking? Be honest here. We're gonna we're gonna do a review of this. Did you feel like the questions were lacking because maybe my mind was somewhere else? I thought the questions were fine. I thought the yelling was a little too prevalent. Well, you get your chest waxed, and we'll talk about how prevalent the yelling should or should not be. Mr. Mackey, Jason <laughs> Mackey joins me here on the Crowley Show. You're hairless anyway. Uh, Mackey, Riley Shane has gotten a lot of, I feel like, criticism lately, and really not lately, but from the start, as this is the guy who's been brought in to be the Penguins' third-line center, and maybe the production hasn't exactly been there. But I thought he might have played his best game as a Penguin the other night, and I like him moving forward. I like what he's been bringing to the table. I think he's been getting better. Yeah, uh, Mike Sullivan shares your opinion, Adam. Um, he was very high on what Riley Shane did after Carter Rowney was injured, and uh, you know I'll agree with both of you guys that what they did, Tom Kunakle and, and Ryan Reeves, I, I thought that line was just absolutely tremendous. The best line, uh, the best game the fourth line has played this season hands down and uh it's not riley shane's fault that he's not a third line center i mean i can just come out and say it like the offense that they need he doesn't have um, that doesn't make him a bad hockey player he's very good at what he does put him down low he's a big body can win some faceoffs, kill some penalties plays an honest game uh, i like a lot of what he brings the only problem is you just can't be counting on him to score 20 goals or something or 18 like benino had last year so uh, you know, I, I thought this morning at Morning Skate it was very telling that they're going to try Jake Gensel at, at third-line center. They're going to keep uh, Shea and Kunakel and Reeves together. I think those are the moves they should make. And it'll be interesting to see if Gensel gives them some offense in that 3C spot. If they do, I think they'll be much more at ease keeping Shea in at the four. It is the halfway point of the season in terms of games played for the Penguins. Who has lived up to expectation or exceeded the expectations this year? Because to me, it looks like a whole lot of underachieving. I'm not saying they're not going to turn it around. In fact, I don't really want to be all that critical, but who hasn't performed well enough up to this point? Who hasn't or who has? Did I ask both there? I feel like I did. You asked let's, both. Let's yeah. do the first Let's do the first one. Who has exceeded expectation? Because I feel like far too many have underachieved. Gotcha. Okay, I mean, I'd go with only. I'm going to go from the the back out so far here. So I, I think only Mata has exceeded expectations uh, by a lot. I think he's had a really, really good year. I would also be comfortable putting Brian Dumoulin in that category. I thought he's, you know, for the most part, stepped up into a, a top pairing 
role. Doesn't add a ton of offense, but very, very steady, good defensively. I'm cool putting him there. I think Phil Kessel has exceeded expectations um, on the power play, 5-on-5 all around. He's been very, very good. Um, but as far as anybody else, man, I, I don't know if I have anybody that has exceeded expectations. Uh, there's a guy, a lot of guys that are kind of even and even more that have fallen below, but exceeded expectations. I mean, it's been two games, but I've liked what I've seen from Daniel Strong, but I don't, I don't know if we really want to grade that out. Um, yeah, man, I, that's what I got. That's it. Here's what I'll say about Daniel Sprong. His ability is so evident, even just seeing him for two games. His release is unbelievable. Oh, it is. It's tremendous. He should be in the NHL. I mean, I, I don't care how the kid plays away from the puck. I don't care about his two-way game. The only time I would start caring is if, for some reason, the pucks just simply didn't go in the net. And I've watched what you've watched, Adam. They're going to go in. I have zero concern about that. Um, you know, To me, he's an NHL hockey player and he should be here for the duration. I like that third line with Gensel. I like the possibilities there. Um, but, again, as long as the puck's going in the net, which it should, he should be here. I was going to talk to you about Dominic Simone, but we'll do that in a minute. Let's talk about Gensel for a second here. Do you think he's got the ability for that third-line center role? I know he's played it before. I know he said that he's comfortable there. Is that where you'd want him to wind up? this season going into the playoffs? Would you feel comfortable with that? Um, it depends on how productive that line is. I wouldn't force it. Uh, I understand why they're doing it right now, and I, I agree with it. I think you got to take a look while Carter Rowney's injured. kind of works out well. Uh, but you're kind of robbing Peter to pay Paul here. Exactly. I mean, you're taking a guy away from Sid that I think I'd rather have with Crosby, and even if he's productive, I don't know if I like that more than I would like Gensel being with Crosby and productive. Um, but I, I think this is a little bit fortuitous here in how this is all, all shaken out. I mean, you can pull Gensel away from Sid and see if Sid finds anything else with Simone or Sherry or Hornquist or whatever combination you try and see what Gensel looks like at center. And I think, you know, those guys are going to tell you what you should do. If Gensel is just, you know, bonkers at center and you can't move them, then, well, you deal with it. Maybe you'll look for something else. Um, but I think Gensel has to play well enough to force your hand so you can't possibly move him out of there. Otherwise, I would try to keep him on the wing. All right, let's go to Simone now. What have you seen from him? And do you think that he is a guy who has staying power at the NHL level? Because clearly we both agree on Sprong. Yeah, I, I don't see staying power yet from Simone, but I've seen flashes. Um, I know his first couple games were really good, and his, his last, you know, maybe one or two weren't. Um, I don't know which one it is. You know, if he's the type of player that plays the way he did in the, the, his first, you know, I'd say probably eight or nine periods at the NHL level, um, or at least this season, I should say, um, you know, then he should be here. He played a nice give-and-go game with Crosby, made some smart plays, was really able to read and react. But it, there just wasn't any consistency to it. And if he's going to stick around, he can't disappear the way he has in the past. Most disappointing Penguin thus far? I'll go with Tang. Um, I know it's kind of a boring answer, and there's a couple honorable mentions I guess you can throw out there. But, you know, Latang is just so darn good whenever he's on. I, I truly believe he's one of the best defensemen in the league when, he, when he's on. And I know that's a 
debate that we get into, and, and, you know, you've got these guys like Burns and Carlson and, and Drew Doughty in L.A., you know, these, like, labels that they wear. Uh, I truly believe that Latang is up there whenever he's on. He just hasn't been. Uh, so I guess that would be most disappointing. But honorable mention, um, you know, I guess you put Carl Aglin in there. That's the guy I was thinking season. of. That, that's the and guy Matt, for me. And Matt Murray might be in there, too. I mean, I, I like Matt probably more than anybody on the team. I'm usually his biggest supporter, but um, he's better than what he's shown so far. He is. And that brings me to a question I wanted to ask you. Uh, Tristan Jari had a very good month of December, uh, whereas, as you mentioned, Matt Murray has been scuffling a little bit. What do you do goaltender-wise? Do, do you switch it up a little bit? Do you uh, allow Tristan Jari not to get the lion's share of the time, but do you maybe go to him more than you would with the traditional backup? One, well, yeah, uh, would be the simple answer to your question, Adam. I mean, I, I think you do that just because you want to keep Matt Murray fresh. And, uh, you know, despite winning two cups, and I, I think – playing really, really well for extended stretches, Murray has had some injury issues, whether they've been his fault, preventable or not, regardless. Like, he's just been hurt sometimes, so maybe you limit his time in net. And Tristan Jari has certainly shown an ability to play at this level. So I would do it for that reason. But as far as getting Murray going, I, I like what Sullivan did the other night in Philadelphia. You know, his intention was to play Jari. And I think I use the analogy with somebody you're kind of poking the bear, and you are. I mean, you don't have to say anything to Murray. You, you, you put somebody else in net, I, I guarantee you that irritated Matt Murray came in there and played really well in a relief effort, stopping all 11 shots. But, uh, you know, you need more of that consistently. And, and maybe if Murray is a little bit agitated that he wants to be in there regularly, maybe that's the motivation he has to go out and prove it. So I would play Jari for a multitude of reasons. What's going on with Murray? I know you kind of got into it, but, like, what, 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 why, why? I don't understand. What? Why? Why yeah, is he he's, stopping the puck? He's so talented, Jason. He's a human being. Oh, that's it. He's a human being. No, I mean, why, do, why does every athlete underperform? I mean, he's, he's not, I, I would venture to say he's not seeing the puck as well. Um, I, uh, to be honest with you, I haven't talked to him specifically about his struggles. I wanted to do it in Philadelphia when he was, um, sat down and it's tough because their goalies don't talk on game days and then uh, there are other stories after the game and they don't practice so it's a little tough to, to speak with the goalies but uh, you know I knowing Matt uh, I'm guessing that he's probably not seeing the puck as well uh, the time missed because of injury has ruined a little bit of his rhythm or, or complicated a little bit of his rhythm and how often he's seeing shots and how he feels um, and sometimes it just comes down to execution. I mean, that's the same thing in journalism. It's the same thing in radio. I mean, sometimes you're just a little bit off, and I think that's the case with Matt right now. What are you getting at? I'm saying that some you, you don't always have your best shows, Adam. You know, sometimes when you're uh, waxing that's... your chest on the air, it's not the greatest radio. I think I, I would beg to differ. I think that's what it's all about. Jason Mackey of the Post-Gazette joining me here on the Crowley Show. Who's your likeliest bounce-back candidate in the second half? We've talked about the underachievers. We've talked about who's the most disappointing. We've talked about the guys who have exceeded or met their expectations. Who's the biggest bounce-back candidate for you? I don't really have one. I have three. Uh, three guys that I think are going to come back with a full-headed team. And, and uh, one is Murray, one is Latang, and the third is Crosby. And I don't 
I don't think Crosby has played all that horribly, especially not lately. I, I, I know I did my chat this afternoon, and there were quite a few people thinking that, you know, Crosby was abysmal or something like that. And I, I just That's not the case. It's just his goal scoring is a little bit off from what it's been the past two years. And um, to me, what I've seen out of his game is it's very close to bouncing back. And I, do, I think he's due for some puck luck. Um, and I think Latang is too good of a player, too proud of a player to not bounce back. Um, so those are my three. And I really think that all three of them, the pendulum will swing in the opposite direction. Um, I don't see that, you know, I, I guess you could look at the Penguin season right now and say, you know, this is lost and guys are struggling and, and take the sort of doom and gloom view, but I don't. I think those three guys will be fine. I think as a result of those three guys sort of smoothing things out, the Penguins will be a lot better. And I, I do see them turning this thing around. Is it too cold for me to play hockey on the river? Or not too cold? No. Is it possible, do you think, for me to play hockey on the river? Oh, I don't know if it's possible, but I, I think you either. should definitely try. I think you should go out there with your wax chest um, and, you know, don't don't wear any extra layers or anything. like. Of course, you're going to get hypothermia now, and then your wife's going to be calling me, complaining at me because uh, you have to deal with the ooze. So. I, I was going to say, we used to be friends. I don't know what happened. I mean, I'd love to see you fall in just because it would be funny, but I wouldn't want her to have to deal with you. So I guess Courteous. I shouldn't root for that outcome. It's a nice thing. Thank you, Mackie. Appreciate the time, buddy, as always. Thank you, Crowley. My pleasure. Jason Mackey of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette coming up next. It's a truncated show. So I'm just going to I'm just gonna screw around, I think. Just riff? I think I'm just going to riff. Yeah. I think I'm just going to kill time. It's Crowley Riff coming it's up. It's going to be entertaining, though, it's I gonna think. It's going to be a riff and all riffs. Damn right. And wow. then we got Penguins hockey. Not on this station. we got Robert Morris basketball. Ready? It's a Crowley show. Riff. Nice. I don't have long here. We've got RMU basketball coming up in a few moments. Brian, should I give my riff? I think you riff it. I'm going to riff it. Saw Dave Aranda. For LSU, the defensive coordinator, he's getting paid $2.5 million next year because the Texas A&M Aggies came in and tried to swoop in and steal him out of LSU. Riffing it! Why do I care about any of that? I don't care about that specifically. What I do care about is you're going to pay the defensive coordinator more than 90% of the coaches out there, and yet you can't pay the players. Nice. Meanwhile, Nick Saban's bitching because he says there's only eight days between playoff games, and he says it's bad for the students, and they should push the game to midweek. Hey, Saban, that would be bad for the students. That would seriously screw up the school week. They don't really care about the players. All I want before I die, this is it. This is my dying wish. No joke. All I want in my life is to see one coach say, you know what? This is a bull bleep system. All I want is for one coach to get on the soapbox and say, you know what? I'm not going to get fired. I might as well say we should pay the players. Nick Saban ain't going to get fired no matter what he does in his life. Nothing he does will get him canned. Nothing. Would it be so hard for him to get on a soapbox and say we should pay these players? I don't think so. In fact, I don't think it would be that hard at all. (sighs) How was that? Riffing it! Nice.